Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read Luke chapter 18, starting in verse 15 and going to verse 34. One day some parents brought their little children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But when the disciples saw this, they scolded the parents for bothering him. Then Jesus called for the children and said to the disciples, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Once a religious leader asked Jesus this question, Good teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked him. Only God is truly good, but to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not testify falsely, honor your father and mother. The man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. And when Jesus heard this, he said, There's still one thing you haven't done. Sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was very rich. When Jesus saw this, he said, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this said, Then who in the world can be saved? He replied, What is impossible for people is possible with God. Peter said, We've left our homes to follow you. Yes, Jesus replied, And I assure you that everyone who has given up house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will be repaid many times over in this life and will have eternal life in the world to come. And then taking the twelve disciples aside, Jesus said, Listen, we're going up to Jerusalem, where all the predictions of the prophets concerning the Son of Man will come true. He will be handed over to the Romans, and he will be mocked, treated shamefully, and spit upon. They will flog him with a whip and kill him, but on the third day he will rise again. But they didn't understand any of this. The significance of his words was hidden from them, and they failed to grasp what he was talking about. All right, um, this is, uh, if you've been around the church block at all, the, uh, you know, Sunday school days, if, if you happen to grow up that way, these will be some familiar stories. If not, um, you know, uh, this will be a, a fun little exploration here. First of all, we see a scene in which people are bringing their young children to Jesus so that he might touch them, he might bless them. Uh, They're looking for God's blessing in their children's lives. And that's something I think every parent would desire, you know, that Jesus would touch and bless our children. Uh, But back in those days, children didn't have the elite status they have today. Now, uh, we live in a world that is very child-centric, you know what I mean? Everything's kind of directed at children and young people and students and, you know, advertising and everything um, begins with young people. But back in those days, children had no social status uh, at that time, and Jesus' followers were trying to shoo the children away, you know? 
listen, we don't need a kid's ministry, Jesus. These kids are getting in the way. Don't they realize they're bugging you from doing really important work? But Jesus values children. I love this picture of Jesus where he welcomes the children and he puts a stop to anyone who will prevent a child from being with him. I just love that passion of Jesus for young people, valuing those who were not valued. And so he values children and he challenges all those around him to receive the kingdom of God like a child. Now, what's a child like? What posture should we have? A child gives complete trust to those who care for them and love them. Uh, The child reminds us that following Jesus, being involved in his movement, following his commands, living with his purposes, both in this world and then in the life to come, is about having a posture of humble trust. Humble trust. That's the posture. Jesus says, this is what I see. This is what you've got to become like if you really want to be in my movement. If you really want to follow me, if you want to experience life with me, you got to be like a child. you got to have this humble trust and surrender to me. And so uh, we see this experience with children. But then the movement of Jesus, the next thing that happens, the, the story right on its heels is of, is of a rich man, a leader. And this rich man, on the other hand, is not like a child at all who has no status, who is insignificant. Um, this man has an impressive resume. He seems so confident, so put together. But Jesus calls on him to trust him, to surrender, to abandon the things that had a grip on him. Why? So that Jesus could get a grip on his heart. This man had so many things that had a grip in his life, all the cares and concerns of all his resources, that he could not fully follow Jesus because he was fully following his stuff. And so Jesus sees this and says, listen, abandon the stuff, surrender to me, and find true riches. But this rich man was unwilling to trust and surrender and experience the true riches of following Jesus and being involved in his kingdom. So he went away sad, and Jesus made the point. It's difficult for people, humanly almost impossible for people who have much to surrender all to follow Jesus. But everything is possible with God. And so... uh, Jesus' followers, you know, they had abandoned all. And, and that Peter says, hey, he says, listen, we, we gave up our homes, Jesus. We did good, <laughs> you know. Uh, and here's the thing. All of Jesus' followers, his closest followers, all had abandoned their livelihood. They abandoned their village. They abandoned their economic status, their economic future. They abandoned their comfort and control of their own lives to follow Jesus. They did it imperfectly, but they surrendered all. And so therefore, Jesus points out that they will have their needs met and they will experience eternal life. And so this is kind of the the question for us today. Do you find yourself like a little child climbing up on Jesus' lap with humble surrender and trust? Or today, do you find yourself trying to build an impressive resume to get Jesus to come over to you and sit next to you and uh, welcome you into his life. You know, is there a humble trust there? Jesus turns it all upside down. All the people who everyone else was impressed with, Jesus 
um, found that behind all that impressive exterior was a heart that was not surrendered to God, but was about itself. And those that seemed to have no status and were insignificant were the ones that Jesus said um, lived in his kingdom and were about his movement. And then Jesus closes, you know, this kind of time off by pulling his closest followers aside and he, he gives them a heads up. He says, I'm going to die and I will rise. But his followers, they didn't get it. It didn't compute with them. It didn't compute with their expectations that the Messiah, the Savior, was going to come and kick out Rome and be victorious, and they're all going to rule together, and they've given up so much. They'll gain so much more, but they were missing it. Here's the thing. Jesus himself, he's pointing out here, Jesus himself is humbly trusting his Father. He's humbly trusting his Father and his will and his work. So Jesus models for us the life of surrender, the life of submission to God, the life of humble trust and sacrifice. And so will we follow in his footsteps? Today the invitation is to enter into a relationship with Jesus, to live in his kingdom, which means to live in his way of life, to have him be our king, to pledge allegiance first and foremost to him above all other princes and powers and rulers, to participate in his kingdom community, his family, and to do his work and his purposes for his glory. And we enter it like a child with nothing but a grace-filled welcome from Jesus and humble trust from us. And so what is God saying to you today and how will you respond? What will you do about it? Let's pray. Spirit of God, reveal to us today where we're seeking to um, follow you, how we're seeking to follow you. Reveal where we are holding on to things and unwilling to surrender them. And point those out and give us the courage and the vision and the trust in you to let go of those things and to follow you with selfless, sacrificial abandon. God, help us to become like little children with humble trust in our dad. God, we love you. Thank you for inviting us into your movement. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.